the people's choice. Sleep until sleep that? until the siren comes on. Wakes you up real quick, doesn't it? And I'm ready to roll, baby. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm okay. I'm just okay. You know why? Why is that? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you anyway. Because we love doing this, right? Sure. I know I do, and I love being in the spotlight. Some would say, Trey, that I enjoy attention. You enjoy listening to yourself. <laughs> Maybe that too. But now that we're kind of in the public eye, world, worldly, you would say, I've been getting feedback about every little thing that we do and everything that I do on the show. Yeah. And you know how I always say, like, oh, we welcome feedback. Any feedback, just tell us. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm tired of the feedback. I'm just kidding. We want feedback. Uh, what, what happened here recently was that, just a few hours ago, actually, because the last show just came out today, actually. And since so many people flocked to it immediately, right. I was uh, given a bit of feedback. And apparently, this person tells me that the www dot part of a web address is not needed anymore and hasn't been needed for like 10 years. No shit. It's like not cool to have. To say the www? <laughs> for that, it's for that reason. Yeah. I don't sound cool. She, I'll say it's a she. You see if you can figure it out based on a 50-50. Well, of course it's a she. Of course it's she. She told me that it was something that there were multiple reasons, and I didn't read them all. I mean, a lot of them seemed unnecessary. <laughs> but there were, it, okay, there are, it takes up time to say. It's hard to say. Yes, um, I can Apparently, that. the computer lingo is that it, it there's something that, that registers on the site if you put it, punch in the www, and it takes it a little split second longer to do something. And I, I lost her. I mean, she lost me. Really? I was like, you don't need to tell me anything else. How about I just don't do it? And So no more www. No more. You will not hear that from us. We are cool. She said the cool factor would be uh, apparent. We definitely need some coolness. <laughs> So now that we don't say WWW, we have become cooler. Now we're cool. I don't know how much cooler, but here we are. The other thing is that immediately everybody's told me, and I'll, I'll try not to be this way this evening, 
you picky, picky bastards. I just called them <laughs> our listeners picky bastards. But apparently, I was talking slowly last on the last episode. Really? And, and somebody said, "Well, you know, it sounded like you had a couple of drinks." Well, guess what? I did have a couple of drinks. <laughs> And, and, and I don't know what that means. I thought the content was pretty good. I thought we offered some great ideas. And if, right. if I slurred a long eight syllable word, I'm sorry, I might do that without having a couple. Yeah, I definitely would too. <laughs> so, so those are the things that, that, that are, uh, that are lingering as I, as I came onto the show. So I'm just okay. But now, you know what? I vented. I'm, I'm great. I'm ready. Anything I need to do better? No, I think just about perfect, my man. Right? Don't you feel that way? I don't, but <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, that's funny. You don't. You should feel good about yourself. <sighs> anyway, so I saw this on on uh, Twitter today. What is Twitter? And it, <laughs> just kidding. It, it was like a little. It was like a question. You know, of this or that. Will you do this or that? And, it, and they were basing it on the Matrix, like red pill or blue pill. Okay. So if you took a red pill. You would start back at age six in your life. Okay. With all the knowledge that you have up to this point. Got it. If you took the blue pill, you would get $10 million cash and that was it. Okay. So red pill start over age six. Know everything you know now about the world. The world. Okay. And age, uh, I'm sorry, the blue pill, $10 million, million you're done. Flat, flat rate. Oh, I would absolutely take the red pill in a heartbeat. The first one. Yes. Because that was my thought. I was hoping we'd differ. But my thought is, unless you have the same thought, you'd like to, to speak over me for once. Well, my thought is, if, if, if you have all the knowledge you do now, then you're going to make way sure, more than Sure, you can invest, you can whatever. Absolutely. The, 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 I guess the question is, I guess if I was maybe 25, I would take the, the blue the 10 pill. 10 million, yeah. Because I still have a whole life, and I'd have 10 million, and I can invest and do all these things. But if you're at this age, do, do you want to go back and spend all the time I mean, you start at six. Yeah. I mean, you still got to wake up for Little League. I mean, even though you know. Oh, I would love it. I guess that would be kind of cool, would wouldn't love it. it? With that, that energy. I would take it more seriously. Pick up a golf club. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You could redo a lot of things. In fact, I'll do a selfless plug here. If anybody's read my first book called As Whispers Fly. I thought it was The Fat Snake. <laughs> well, The Fat Snake was my first short story. Oh, okay. If you will. The first novel I wrote, and, and it, and it uh, wasn't wasn't traditionally published, so I've got it. If anybody <laughs> wants to inquire now, I'm selling myself. But that was a lot of the premise was the ability to go back, um, except that in this case it was him trying to uh, interact with his his uh, eight year old self to try and change some of the th- decisions that he made because he knows that he ended up messed up. Anyway, man, that would be. That would be so cool. Just thinking of all the stuff. I mean, I would definitely take school a lot more seriously. Sure, than I did. you redo a lot of things. Oh, I mean, I have a whole. I mean, you know, what's funny. Is you know, health. Like my parents would probably be like, "Yeah, he he has a lot of things he could do differently." But I guess also, what what wouldn't you change? I mean, your band sure. days. Um, well, may, uh, maybe a little bit. You know, maybe I do it differently. But that's the thing is that you know you you likely wouldn't. You know, I'm not gonna hunt out. My wife wasn't even born when I was six years old. Right. I'm not gonna like hunt her down and be like, "We're supposed to be married." I mean, yeah. that's that's a bad movie plot. Brings up hot tub time machine. Right. You right. know, he calls. 
he calls what was yeah. it the six year old his six year old wife at the time? Yes. And, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. I mean that's exactly it. And so I just thought that that question. I saw it. I said I need to ask Trey tonight. And it, and anybody, of course, listening, if you want to email us, and, you know. I would absolutely do the six year old. Go back. Yeah. You would, you would do the six year old. Sorry, that was bad. You take the red pill. I would take the okay. red pill. Okay, that sounds. And better. go back to. Being I just thought that was that was a good question. I mean, either option's not a bad option. No, not at all. Ten million though, this day and age, is that yeah. is that well, still a lot of? I mean, I guess that's a lot of money. It's it just depends. I mean, is that life changing money? Inve- you invest half of it, and you're you're good. I mean, I, I would think so, but what do I know? Is that considered life changing money these days? You think? I think ten mil is life changing. It depends on what kind of. I mean, you're not going to go from nothing to like eighteen homes and you know, yeah, that's true. Whatever private jet. If you're not stuff. stupid about it, yeah, yeah, you need more than that to to own a private jet, but you don't need more than that to have a really really nice house in the best areas of a city right i don't need every color of a lamborghini or <laughs> right thing like that you could get one lamborghini one lamborghini maybe two so that was a good question that is but, fun so do you remember me talking the last show i hope so about um miss annika zvenska oh was that the, the the woman that likes to howl with wolves yes it is okay i do remember that she howls with the wolves but i think there's more to it i think she actually like you know, cuddles with she them, sleeps with wolves next to them, and lets them lick her face. And, and uh, so I, t- <laughs> good for them, good for those wolves, uh, because she, as I mentioned, she is uh, quite the attractive woman. And so I reached out to her. <laughs> did you? I did. That's I mean, funny. I haven't received any response, but I, I'm I did. Not surprised. I did multiple platforms and multiple f- formats. You know, I tried to, to ask her if, if uh, there was a way we could come see the wolves. I mean, I was genuinely curious. Right, we want to see the wolves. Chances are we're going to come off a little bit... Uh, creepy? A, a creepy, or aggressive, or um, whatever. But she's more. she's got more notoriety than I thought, by the way. Interesting. She does some TV show stuff, and she's uh, got like a half a million followers and things like that. But uh, I reached out to her, and there's uh, because there's a place over there, in case you want to know, in Norway, called Polar Park. Polar Park, okay. Polar Park. I mean, alliteration at its finest. Polar Park is a Norwegian wolf park. Really? So you could, you could, I guess, schedule an appointment. I don't know. Does PETA know about this? this? Yeah. No, I think it's because they treat them really well, but you're right. That's kind of, I don't know. Maybe we need to ask PETA their opinion. There's a place Start over here called Wolf Burger. Is that... <laughs> Yeah, you might want to check. Is that going to be might, frowned you upon? You might want to look into it. Okay, but uh, but so this we go in there and and just basically uh, hang out with the wolves. And I thought this this is our opportunity. So I reached out on Twitter to you know Annika, our our friend, because we want to hang out with the wolves, right? <laughs> well, I'd like to hang out with the wolves no matter what, but I'd really like to hang out with the wolves and and Annika and her because of her expertise, the knowledge. I mean, she clearly. Uh, has a hold on this as wolf knowledge uh, wolf knowledge and I, honestly no no joke or, or all jokes aside uh, when i'm dealing with a pack of wolves i do want an expert absolutely so as hot as she is yes sir she's still an expert so so we'll see i mean i i, I put I, I tweeted at her at her i've just learned how to do at Twitter. her at her name and uh asked her if this was a legit uh wolf park it's or not- if she had a better idea I was thinking about this Wolf Burger place that mm. I just mentioned. It's really good. So anyway. I'm pretty sure Annika's not. Well, we just lost her if she ever listens to this for some strange Not a reason. fan of Wolf Burger. We think she's not going to listen, but turns out she's like, you know what? 
I'm going to go ahead and listen shot. to these guys. And you're talking about Wolf Burgers. <laughs> but, so she is an attractive, attractive woman. woman, like like very, very attractive. And and um, it was one of those things where when I saw the article and clicked on on, on it and looked, it, I honestly did a whoa. Like, oh my goodness. Whoa. But, you know, I mentioned it to my wife, in all fairness. And uh, Is she on your list of five now? My who I would sleep with if I met him. Right. We haven't really done that list because mine's ever revolving. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but my wife just laughs at me. She just kind of goes, you know, if you if you think you can uh, if you think you can can get her get to the wolf lady. You know what? Go ahead. She goes, I, I that's fine. Yeah. And that I don't know whether that makes me excited or mad that that my wife thinks that she has no confidence. <laughs> There's no confidence. You there. should turn around and say, you know what, babe, I got you. That's true. That's true. Well, I did. So anything is possible. Anything's possible. But so I'm hoping that that Annika re- replies and that we have an opportunity to go out there with, and and that she suggests something other than uh, the polar park that she might have a, a private S- tour. Something up. more intimate. Something more intimate, maybe. For only for one of us, you might just stay at base camp. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a base she'll, camp. She'll allow us to caress a more personal <laughs> right. collection of wolves. But uh, anyway, I thought that was fun. That's a it fun, a fun, would be a fun, fun deal. And I, when we start doing our world travels, Norway and the wolves are on the list. Well, before we leave this, is there anything else that's part of this polar park, or is it just strictly the wolves? I think it's, from what I understand, it's strictly part of the wolves. And okay. it's, it's uh, you know, it kind of, I, I, it would still be cool because they're wolves. And Annika posted, I love I'm like on a first name, she posted a, uh, a picture that I was looking at on her, on her page of a comparison between a husky dog okay. yep. and a wolf. And it's insane. It's, I, I had no idea. No, 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 not difference. similar at all. Okay. I had no idea that wolves, true wolves are that much bigger. Oh, okay. I mean, this, you're talking about a husky and this thing was, it couldn't even, its face was up to, its snout was up to like the shoulder. Oh, so it's, it's a, crazy. Just a bigger dog. Because apparently, not to go off on this, but apparently there was a, a, a trophy hunter who, I, I'm not, I'm not for trophy hunting at all. I'm just going to get that out there. It doesn't, I don't, I'm not going to like yell at you for it. I'm not going to go protest. Just not a fan. But I'm not a fan because I actually feel for, for the animals and, um, so there was a, a woman that is a trophy hunter, and of course Annika, she's not happy about this, right? Because she showed pictures of what she thought she was killing a wolf. Well, either way, it was bad, but it, it was a husky. It was a dog. Wow. Because she, oh, I thought this was a wolf. Well, she skinned this thing. Holy crap! And posted pictures of it, and of course, obviously, that bothered me much less the lovely Annika, our close friend, who, who, who you know. Is is just absolutely loves these animals and PETA, <laughs> and PETA. I mean, PETA's probably just they all drop dead from heart attack. But yeah, it, so it, to me, that's that's a uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm fascinated by wolves and and their uh, pack mindset and all that. So it'd be fun. That would be let's a fun put it trip. on the list. So so Nigeria, Nigeria. And then and then Norway with the wolves. Norway with the wolves. So that's that's number one and two, and we'll we'll hit up some other figure spots. something we'll figure out. It out. Yeah. I mean, still waiting to blow up in North North Korea too. So, <laughs> well, we forgot about that. We we're trying to keep hush hush about that. Oh, that's right. For a reason, but if we blow up over there, we may have to go visit, rescue some people. Apparently, <laughs> visit and rescue <laughs> and rescue. We are prepared for that. So, 
Let's get serious. You ready? About what? Let's get serious about, uh, there's a story. Whew, it's another, it's another one that's, it's tough. And, and this is, but it's perfect for what we do, which is kind of trying to analyze. Well, when I say analyze, I mean, you know, talk for the layman person, uh, the situation and, and what happened, I think it was about a week ago and everybody probably knows by now, or at least has heard the name Jordan Neely. And Jordan Neely is a 30-year-old, was a 30-year-old homeless man in New York City. And he actually, a while back, was a a Michael Jackson impersonator. So he'd like do shows in the streets and moonwalk and all that. Okay. But this man apparently was on a subway and uh, yelling at, at people. The part that is indisputable was that he was yelling at people. What he, exactly he was yelling is kind of, I've, I've read both, but he was yelling for, he was asking for money and he was saying things like, he literally said, and this was also quoted by every news source, I don't mind going to jail and getting a life sentence. Uh, I'm ready to die. That's what he was yelling That's at. what he's yelling. Okay. So what does that mean? To me, if you're going to get a life sentence, that means you're going to kill somebody? Like, why else would you get a life sentence? Well, it sounds like... Yeah, anybody yelling something like that, they're they're ready to be violent. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Well, and and, and you see, he appeared like a crazy man on the subway. And I don't mean to get to, to, to start labeling, but they they're there and and they're and they're frightening. It's frightening. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want to ride the subway in New York City uh, because of guys like this. Right. And so he was. Uh, a lot of the passengers felt threatened. And so there is a former Marine named Daniel Penny. And I'm trying not to give too much detail because most people, again, know this. Um, this Marine felt like this was a threat to the other passengers. And so he kind of, he got this guy in a kind of a chokehold. Like, uh, you know, you you like the, the wrestling stuff, the WWF and whatever right. that is. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of reminding me of like a sleep hold. So he took this guy to the ground and, and then other people were actually trying to restrain his arms and things like that. And they were just trying to subdue him, subdue him. like, yeah. look, you're, and he was, he was wrestling back and it was all whatever. And, and it was, you know, but it, but it was something that a lot of, uh, of the passengers on the, on this, this rail said afterwards, like we actually were really, really happy that he did that because we were, we were fearful. Right. We didn't know what was going to happen. This guy's screaming all kinds of stuff, and he's uh, clearly mentally uh, has some issues. Yes. So the guy took him down, and the final count, based on video evidence, was that he had him in a in a, a hold for two minutes and fifty five seconds. Okay. Which is a decent amount of time, but it's not ridiculous in my opinion. After assessing it from a professional <laughs> standpoint, like myself. But there are others that are, are now they're known to be lying or they're stretching it. They're saying it was 15 minutes that he did this. And I think what that was was 15 minutes from the beginning of the incident to the time that, that help arrived. That makes more sense. After yeah. people called, yeah. which is a long time, in my opinion. I think it took like 10 minutes for somebody to get there for these calls. And so other people, you know, of course, then you've got pass, uh, passerbys, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, people passing by that were saying, you better, you know, ease up because if he dies... Apparently he defecated himself on himself, and and that's maybe a sign that you're dying. I thought it was once you actually died that happened, but hmm. apparently you're saying, look, he's about to die because this happened. And some people are like, no, he's just he's just homeless and and drugged out or has issues, and that's why he's doing this. And so there are some people that were hesitant, some people that whatever. Meanwhile, there's somebody filming, you know, right. instead of instead of 
doing something to help. They're filming. And so it just, it's, it's a mess. Let me tell you real quick. Do you have anything to, to, to jump in on real quick? I mean, just, I guess there's some questions as far as the, the gentleman. The Marine? Yeah, Mr. Daniel, Penny. Mr. Penny. Yeah. So was there any point where Daniel felt that the, the man was subdued? was there was no threat did was there ever any point you said it was two minutes 15 seconds i don't know how quick that uh, is two in this 255 255 i don't know how quick that is when it's actually happening to you that that may seem like a long time feels like it might be long yeah a little bit long I'm so to, again to us two minutes sounds a lot better than 15 which is what some people 15 right. seems you know not to bring up uh, i hate to bring up the name but george the george floyd uh, george floyd case you know, that was a, a really long time. That, right. That, and, and so regardless of whether, you know, that was an easy argument to defend Floyd. Like, look, there's any reason for that long of a time? In this case, what what Daniel Penny is saying, he's pleading not guilty. He's saying, look, I'm, I subdued this guy and he was moving. He was trying to fight me for the duration. And a lot of other people were saying, yeah, he was. He was moving. And then when he stopped moving... He, he stopped. Is that when he let go? He let, I guess well, here, is where I'm asking. Here's a really interesting point that, that people want to dismiss, and that's fine if you don't think it's valid. I think it's interesting. So apparently, uh, Penny, Daniel Penny, the Marine, placed Neely, who he had in the sleeper, or in the sleeper hole, into the, into the headlock, into what's called the recovery position. Okay. Which is once you do that, and you whether somebody passes out or whatever, you move them back into recovery, which allows their lungs a certain... Gotcha. Wait, okay. breathe and whatever. He moved okay. him back in and they were trying to make, to wake him up and get him going again. So I just don't know many murderers that, that right. would do that. If this guy's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm, my intention is to kill this guy. Why is he putting him back in the recovery position? I just, I don't know. And, and I'm not trying to jump on, on, the, on the Daniel Penny side. I'm just trying to, to report what has being said from both sides. Well, and, and what I'd noticed is that they're trying to charge him with second-degree manslaughter, which I looked that up real quick, and it's it's basically a person that causes death of another person due to, his, due to their reckless or negligent actions, but without intent to kill, which right. I can see that in here. But I don't know if it was... Is that reckless? A trained Marine subduing a person? That's the question. I'm not saying... I'm just saying that's the question people are asking. Well, it makes you wonder... Being a trained Marine, I don't see that as reckless because he knows he's a he's a trained how to fight, how to defend himself and stuff like that. So maybe I wonder if that's gonna look bad on him. Well you would think he's trained in situations like these. You would think so, yeah, absolutely. So maybe that's another argument for his side. He's trained for situations like this. And I'd be also curious is is his his mental state, you know, being a former Marine. He's 24 years old. How recently was he discharged? Did he have any kind of uh, flashbacks? And and maybe, you know what, jump into action, help. Wow, look at you. I, so I'm kind of curious about that, I haven't read too. anything like this, Trey. Digging deep there. But it, it'd it. be interesting to find that out, too. Uh-huh. Well, true. I mean, the, from what I could see on the video and from what um, you know, people are reporting, he, see, he seemed to have his... His, his mental capacity is pretty well in check. But again, that doesn't mean 100%. But wow, yeah, you're right. I, that's that's a whole different deal. I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe he was, you know, or, or on a lighter scale of that idea. Maybe he was just, maybe he felt like, I don't know, maybe he just went a little bit overboard trying to be the protector, trying to be this. And 
during it, the guy was fighting against him and he just, you know, went a little bit overboard. I mean, in a, in a, in a tussle, I could see that happening. Yeah. And based on this news, based on this information right here, I mean, it just, it really does just sound like he was trying to help. Yeah. And, and maybe he (laughs) felt like he was in a position, um, as a trained Marine to subdue, subdue this gentleman in a safe way. And it just got a little out of hand. Right. And of course, that's one way to look at it. And I, and I see that. Let me go ahead and, and give you more for the Daniel Penny side. Okay. Not, not that he knew this going in, but if there's reason in the aftermath to say, you know what, this, this uh, Jordan Neely wasn't you know, somebody to, to take lightly. Jordan Neely has 42 previous arrests. 42. Not three. Not six. 42. And it's anything from uh, evading fares, which I don't even know what that is, uh, like not paying tickets or something. Or taxi, Ta- you know, something you like know that. stuff like that, silly stuff. Theft, but he also assaulted three women and pled uh, guilty to those. Oh, okay. So um, he's been violent Including before. a 67-year-old woman getting off the subway. So he's been violent on the subway. Now, again, not that Penny knew that. It's not right, like Penny's right. like, I recognize you from 42, you know. No. Yeah. And so, but you're sitting here now going, okay, maybe... No, none of us were there. Only people that were there know how they felt. Right. It's hard for people to judge. Hey, uh, they're oh, they overreacted, or you know, man, I can definitely see this point. I feel like anybody in our position really has to to say we trust. Hopefully, the courts on this. We trust you know a jury, uh, because I'm sitting here going, I can see, I, I see one side more than the other. I'm not going to lie, which will lead me to another point. But let me let me mention that Neely's mom. Neely's mom was strangled to death in 2007 by her boyfriend. And ever since then, the aunt is saying that Jordan has suffered from mental, you know, issues and mental health issues. So my question is, I'll make a statement here. How about Daniel Penny isn't to blame for Neely dying? The system is. If you're arrested 42 times, you have issues. Right. If you've assaulted three women and plead guilty, you have issues. And they keep tossing them right back. Yeah. There's no re- rehab, no nothing. I mean, maybe saying you should go to do this. Well, that's not, he's not going to go. So it's a system that's flawed that has put this guy on the streets. And now somebody said he's threatening everybody. And there becomes a situation where it's him or us. Right. Who knows what he had on him? He could have had anything on him. He could have yeah. pulled out a, a knife or, or anything at yeah. that moment. And the Marine said, "I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take a chance." Yeah. And uh, like I said, a lot of the passengers were, were like, "We appreciate what he did." Do you have anything to add before I knew going to the next point? No, that's really where we're getting. I'd be kind of the same way as far as that's concerned. Um, you know, if they're constantly throwing him out there, knowing that he has these issues, I don't, I don't understand. Especially the aunt. Where was the aunt at? Why wasn't she trying to rein him in a little bit? Um, she probably didn't want to deal with it, and that's what's sad. Is that now she's now. come out? Now it's easy for her to come out and say, "Oh, well, this, this, and this." Uh, uh, he was loved. Well, why was he on the streets in the subway, yeah. advocating on himself? Right, right, uh, and, 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 and threatening, arrested forty-two times. Yeah, you threatening, know. and then also, you, you know, assaulting. Other people, yeah. So, yeah. If he was crystal clean and and maybe just had too much to drink that night, right? For a first time offense, and he wasn't really threatening anybody. I get that. But so so the last thing about about this, and then we can kind of assess it from a whole, is the other side of things, which are the Jordan Neely uh, defenders, if you will. 
and it's it's a lot of the same crew. I don't know how to say that. I'm trying not to upset people, but it's the same kind of uh, group that would that that defended uh, George Floyd. It's this: he didn't deserve to die, which fair enough. He might not deserve to die, but he shouldn't be threatening people and assaulting women. I mean, it, it happened as an accident. It, it what happens? Right. The idea is Daniel Penny. Was his motive to kill him? Probably not. No. In my opinion, so far. We'll see. Yeah, so far. Yeah. So far. Is not to kill him. Did Was he reckless? I don't think he was reckless. Did he maybe go uh, a minute to... I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean, 30, did, would 30 seconds have, have changed it? Well, it makes you wonder, too. Anytime you, you, you put somebody in a headlock, are you being reckless right there? Because you don't know your own strength sometimes as far as, you know, well, especially the person you put in a headlock. How else would you subdue him in that situation? No, I get it. No, I get it. But is, That's what is he's that trained still, to do. Yeah, is that, is that still a reckless act? In this case, him being trained, maybe it wasn't a reckless act. But me and you <laughs> trying to throw a, you know, if, if somebody's not. being crazy, oh, you know, uh, and you, you, you come up from behind and put them in a chokehold, is that being reckless I, I because I have not trained? But. Right, right. I thought you meant just us wrestling right now. No, 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 no. Like in the room, just... That's after the show. After the show. But like if, say, I was going to subdue you with my beast mode of a, of, a, of a sleep hold. Right. I still feel like I wouldn't... I still feel like I could lock my arm without squeezing on the neck. Almost like I could subdue you and you can't get out of it, but it's not also not going to not gonna stop your breathing. But do you really? I mean, if but somebody's that's a, that's swarming around, saying, I don't know. You know I've, exactly. never, I've never been in If we're having fun, I could try it out. Be like, hold on a second, let me see. But on the but, flip side, you maybe do hope it's looked at as reckless because maybe that's a little less of a charge. You well, know? but 15 years is what they're talking about, and that's absurd. This guy was defending the people. And then again, I'm, I'm kind of, I guess I've already, I guess I have talking about, I, I swear coming into this, I hadn't made it really a decision. I'm not going to make a 100% decision until more comes more out. More information comes out. Right. But I, right now I'm just feeling like this wasn't an intent. I think 15 years is a long time for, for this. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. And uh, and if, it, if that's what he gets, that's what he gets. And, and, uh, and I hope it, I hope it, there's a good reason for it, and and I'll, I'll I'll go with it. But the other side, what I was saying, is gone insane. Uh, again, it has turned into a race thing, uh. which we saw coming, obviously. And I saved it till end because it's the most sensitive part as a whole, and it's something that that I'm gonna we and, and I always will look at it from both sides. I, and, and to me, and I'll and I'll be completely honest here, it it really doesn't have to do with that to me. People will say again, Oh, you know, white boy over there. He can, you know, deep down. What does he think deep down? Well, well, I'm telling you right now and I'm not, I don't lie. What I'm telling you right now is that it doesn't matter to me. If Jordan Neely had been a white guy that had 42 counts or 42 arrests, three assaults of women, and a black ex-Marine did the same exact thing, I'd be saying the same exact thing. Right, right. And it would be interesting to me to see if the if the people supporting Neely now all of a sudden supported the Marine in that situation. Right. And vice versa. The people that are now supporting uh, uh, Penny would now all of a sudden go, uh, innocent man died. And that's sick to me that that could shift. Like That could be a possibility, right. And, and we've been talking about that, how that how that happens, and and with with outlets, with news outlets, dude. I won't get too much into it, but the news outlets on this story, same thing, same type of deal. 
I mean, is it white ex marine kills homeless black man? Not maybe as much, but like I tend to go now with um, the neutrals. The, they're like three or four neutrals. You got the Associated Press or so the AP. You got Reuters, uh, BBC, uh, which is uh, British, which mm, some people think are a little a little bit left, but they're close. You know, I, they're like us. They they stay gray neutral. I, in fact. I kind of look at us as the uh, Associated Press for people that don't want to think too hard. <laughs> right. That's us. That's our <laughs> role. So we're going to take it. We're the Associated Press. Stay in the great pocket. But anyway, so, but but you've got CNN and, and uh, well, the biggest one to me was interesting was the two New York publications. You have the Times, which to me is a very, very left-leaning very left-leaning since since the last like five to t- you know eight years since the uh, Donald uh, entered our lives politically, uh, but always a little bit. And then the New York Post, which is more conservative. Okay. And they're the two main, and it's just like you know the conservatives read the Post, the liberals read the Times, and it you would it, if you look it up, you would see exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's the Post is like. Ex-Marine, you know, he's trained to do the right thing. And the other one's like how, uh, uh, you know, man murdered in cold blood kind of, you know, kind of headlines. And it's just the narrative. So on the left, you're seeing this. You're seeing it's about race. You're seeing this is another black man that died. Regardless of the assaults that he gave to women, all the arrests, all the threatening in that situation. Right. Claiming that he would go to prison for life. He's ready to die. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so you have to be careful in that situation. And so, and so to me, no matter the race. Yeah. And then the other side, the post is just like, no matter what, you know, military man, he can't do any wrong. He's no matter what he did the right thing. And whether you agree, like I tend to now, if I'm leaning one way, I'm leaning kind of that way. But if you agree or not, it's still, it's still painting the marinas is infallible that he can do no wrong. Right. Whereas on the other side, the other groups like this innocent black man was killed by a white guy. So I, I, you know, just for, just for a social experiment, I'd love to see a mixture of the black on black on black, white on white, you know, black on, I'd love to see the scenarios in that case. I don't want anybody else to die. So I, I, I'll go against that idea, but, but that's, that, those are my points is that all of a sudden you're going, come on, come on. I think what sucks is that obviously they're, they're looking for clicks. They're looking for, attention and they're they're looking at the optics of this situation and immediately jumping to how do i get these clicks and obviously it's a white ex-marine kills a black homeless man and that's how you get well that's their audience yeah Yeah. and that's unfortunate because i mean it was a it's a it's a horrible situation period you know somebody some man lost his life Again, as you put, the system kept throwing him right back out. Guy there with mental health issues instead lost of his helping, life. right? Yeah, and so it's un- it's a completely unfortunate situation. But I think any any man in that situation, you know, imagine being on that subway with your family, you know, wife, kids, and you have this belligerent person claiming they're ready to to die. You know, you're going to jump to action to save, you know, to uh, protect yeah. your wife and kids. Yeah. Any any man hopefully would do the same thing. So it was unfortunate that it led to death, but you don't know what this guy was going to do. So just like what you said, he could have, he could have had a knife. He could have had whatever in his waistband. But Well, what if he had killed three people? Right. 
So yeah, let's you know, take it. I mean, what, what if, if he assaulted somebody? If first that Marine didn't Marine do that because was he, able to subdue him. Or oh, okay, I see what you're well, saying. I'm just saying if the Marine, what if the Marine had had been like, I'm afraid I'm going to go to, go to right. prison for yeah. second degree, right, or whatever. I, I'm, I can't, I can't. I'm act not going to jump in this day and age, yeah. whatever. I mean, it, you, you don't have. Hopefully, he's trained enough to not think about those things, right? And that's sad if our military is thinking about those things yeah. bef- besides their training. But what if he didn't do anything? The guy kills three people, then maybe the the guy kills him, and the Marine probably gets off because. He was just defending, you know, three people just got killed. Yeah. And he he's, he killed the, the killer. It's almost like you have to wait for yeah. so a crime to happen before. Were three other potential deaths or even 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 uh, uh, assaults? I mean, this is what I talked about with the death penalty. I, you know, these people like this need to not be just among us, like completely 100% protected by this notion of, oh, poor guy, he's innocent. Yeah. When other lives are involved. If he's over on his own thing, then you go, all right, whatever, fine. And you know, nobody's life is, is being threatened. But as soon as everybody else who just wants to take the subway, it's not like they were, they were teasing him and punching him in a corner and like messing with him a little bit. And then, the, and then he fought back and yeah. the Marine took him down. Right, I mean, this right. was, from what I understand, everybody's standing there just trying to take the rail. Right. And, and Minding their own business. Starting yeah. threatening, which you hear about these, these kind of crazy people in these subways. When it is unfortunate, going back to the aunt, she knew about his mental issues. He knew she knew about the things he probably other people too, right? So when do they yell at the you know the fact that they just keep letting him right back out, no rehab, no nothing to they help him out? They don't think about that. So they don't think about that. They should they, be yelling that a yeah. little bit more at the instead of the fact that you know a white marine uh, strangled him to death. Because that's unfortunate, you know. How many other people are just ticking time bombs, ready to actually hurt somebody, and may succeed at hurting somebody just because they keep throwing them right back out there? So, well, and that's this is not an uncommon thing. That's that's what's that's what's sad yeah. and scary for everybody else is the system is just kind of like all right, well, you know, whatever. And that's why I keep talking about is the people capable of these things are are not necessarily you know, gone for, right. or, or put somewhere and whatever. I mean, they're, they're coming right back in society. Right. And, and this is obviously a little bit lesser scale, you know, but here the quote from his aunt was Jordan deserves justice. Whatever that means. I mean, I know what that means, but come on. He was loved is what she said. And to me, it's sitting there going, well, he was loved. Come on. Somebody couldn't have helped him a little more than letting him loose in a subway daily. And that's uh, anyway. So that's that's kind of where we're at, where I'm at with the Jordan Neely case. I think it's and on the flip side. Sorry to interrupt there, but you and your flip side. How many did I say that again? I'm sorry. No, no. I that's your that's your thing, dude. So if how many family members do you ever hear come out and say, you know what, he he's done a lot of bad things, and it just seemed like it was only a matter of time before something like this happened. Another great point. You are killing it tonight, my but man. you you, you never killing it. Tonight. You never hear that, and, and it's always the person was an angel. Everybody yeah. loved him. Yeah. He did good. This, that, and the other. This aunt should have come out and said, "Man, he had some issues, and I'm not surprised this happened." It's sad. It's unfortunate that it and happened. unfortunate, but yeah. I'm not surprised. Maybe I could have done more. Right. But instead, it's he deserves justice. Uh, not the people that were freaking out for their lives, or the marine that did what he thought was right. Yeah. You know, and so all these protests are, are going on again. And and you look, and and I, I hate to, to, 
you know, add on to, to the race thing, but, but all these protests, if you look at the protests, it's pretty much a bunch of black people that are, that are upset about it, saying it's because he's black. He was killed. And it's, again, we're sitting here picking it apart from every angle. I've said it a million times. I would, I would have the same issue, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, if this was a, a white man that had the same track record and the same behavior. And, and it, that's what I'm looking at. And so these protests. And so how much does that play into a jury? How much does that play into whatever is that there's this mob out there and I would, I would even take it a little further. You know, I get the protesting. Why don't they also protest the the system that constantly kept right. letting him right. back out? You know, that should be something that should be. They're voicing their issues with that too. So, well, that should be something that that everybody voices more right. and, and focuses on more. I'm just lucky that I kind of read something about that where somebody brought that to the forefront because I, I don't automatically think that I'm like, man, this guy was a threat. Let's, you know, that he was subdued. I think that's kind of where I'm at. I think that was the right thing to do. And unfortunately it was a little, little, little much because it, it killed him. But, but again, he is not in the best shape. This guy was, you know, who knows what he was on. Let's wait for the report. So on, on another note, the, the people that were assisting the Marine, uh, right. are they also looking at charges? Well, not that I've heard of. And all I, all I heard was that a couple of them were like kind of holding his arms. And so I guess what they're saying is, you know, they weren't reckless. They were holding his arms versus the Marine had him by the neck. And so that was what was reckless. Hmm. That can be the only thing I can think of when you're dealing with second degree manslaughter. Gotcha. It's the person that actually, you know, was, like I said, reckless. And the other people were just trying to subdue him. And I don't think there was, I don't think there's a question that he needed to be subdued. Right. I think that he was clearly uh, all over the place and, and yelling and, 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 and what he was yelling. Like I said, to say you're ready to die or live a life sentence, it doesn't take a lot to decode that. Right. And that's why I'm surprised that so many people are like, wow, okay, that's basically another way of saying, I'm not afraid to kill any of you. To me, that's how I took it. Yeah. If you don't give me some money, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> like he was asking for money, and it's hard to sit back and say, "Well, wait, wait, let's ask him a few questions to see what he's right, what right. His let's interview are this first. Guy. Hey, can we have a seat here and maybe have a cup of coffee? Yeah, you know, like no. And so, yeah, so that's that's my thing with uh, this situation, and we'll keep an eye on it. I, I really do want to keep an eye on it because it's it's uh, it's sad, but it's also it's intriguing to see how our judicial system works right. and and whether it's releasing the guy that had 42 arrests without any kind of uh, aid or, or assistance, or whether it's giving a guy 15 years for, for what some are feeling like was a necessary act. And, and, and I would the, love to hear, sorry about no, that. No. I, I'd love to hear even the background of the family. You know, they knew of his issues, family and friends, where were they at? You know, you mean besides he, the aunt, just everybody? Everybody. Well, she said he was loved. Yeah, well, you know, right, so right. comments like that. Where were these people that loved him at? You know, why was he on that subway, belligerent, scaring all of these people on this subway? So, well, I wasn't going to say anything, but I will real fast. Somebody like this aunt, and I don't know her. We don't know a lot about her, so I'm not going to like you know say this is for sure. But all of a sudden you come out and you say, he was loved, this and this, and, and, and that's maybe an attempt to get some money. It may be an attempt to, to help the case against uh, 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 Penny. 
and and all of a sudden you come out and you say this and, and you're all of a sudden turning everybody in a different direction or you're trying to and all you're out of the woodwork. I mean, I, I would love to know if uh, Neely was alive to ask, hey, is your aunt even been around in your life? I mean, yeah, it's sad that that, that it go, it comes to that in my thoughts and other people's thoughts, too. Well, and who again, was this aunt? Right. And Why, again, she was, was she? not there. Yeah, where was she when this happened? But she knew of his history of him assaulting other people. So it's her sister was strangled by her, you know, her boyfriend right. and back in the day and saw this mental health issue. Meanwhile, he's still homeless. He's still in the subway. Was was the aunt homeless? Right. He. I mean, I, I know it's not always as simple as just have him live with you, but something. If he was loved, truly, you've got to think that some people would figure something out. Well, if he, especially if he had these issues. You know, again, right. it's not like he was just out and never did any harm to anybody. Right. And this was just a one-off incident. Sure. But the fact that he's been violent before. But anyway, so right. yeah, it just I don't understand why these people that loved him, why didn't they take him in? Why didn't they try to get him help? So Tim, we'll see. It's it's tough. Uh, I again, I'm going to try and and leave it to the to the courts and to a jury, and and hopefully everything comes out and the right the right decisions made, and that's it. But we'll keep an eye on it. If something you know big comes out and happens, and we'll we'll talk about it. I'm sure. Uh, but let, let's, I feel like I could babble. Imagine that. Let's shift. Let's shift gears. Shifting gears. Are you ready to shift gears? Am I ready? Let's see. <laughs> Depends on what we're shifting to. <laughs> More fun, serious stuff. I got some serious stuff to talk to you about tonight. Okay. Let's talk serious. Part of the feedback I've received in, uh, via email, via phone call, via text all the different, all the different, the platforms uh, you, did you could you get a letter? Communicate. Did somebody uh, write a letter? You know, yet? the one thing I didn't get was the snail mail. Uh, it might get here in like three days from a week ago, but people have informed me, and these are people of all demographics, by the way, Trey. Just to let you know, that you sound very, very gay <laughs> <laughs> on on our show. And do I, I sound I, gay <laughs> or do I have? Gay tendencies. Tendencies. There we go. Either way, and I've tried to, I've tried to uh, defend you uh, I as can, much as I can. I'm sure you have. And so, <laughs> and so, I tell them no. You know, you're like is, yes, this yep. is for the show. He, you know, even if it's just a little bit of gay tendencies, he's he's fine. Uh, he likes women. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, and it's all it's all uh, satire and and comedy. And some of them were convinced, like, okay. And others were like, eh, I'm still not sure. But it got me thinking about just in general how, if we talk about this, is it how is it taken? How do people go, all right, well, they keep saying gay. And you say the word gay, and some people still kind of tense up. And, and, you know, is it okay to talk about it? Is it okay to make light of it like we are right now? Right. Um, you know, back in the day, you would look at your friend, you know, you're 16 years old and you'd be like, dude, shut up, homo. I mean, you'd say those types of things in jest. It wasn't like you were literally calling him that or you were saying it in a derogatory way to an actual gay, a gay person. So it's, it's times, I mean, if, if somebody overheard us talking like that, we'd be done. What? Well, and I wish I could argue this, <laughs> God. this fact. Please elaborate. Um, argue what? When I started uh, my taekwondo, started, started what? Oh, taekwondo. my taekwondo. My Taekwondo venture, um, the actual owner 
of the school thought I was gay. <laughs> there was there was a woman in class about my age thought I was gay, and it was unfortunately at the time. Uh, I, I think I've said it on the show. I paint my toenails, and at the time, yeah, you admitted that. Go I ahead. went. I went with my niece and my mom. My niece is now. Gosh, I'm gonna get in trouble for not knowing her exact hmm. age. Probably four or five, if I had to remember correctly. As long as she's not like ten, you're no, okay. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, I'm saying as long as you're in the ballpark, I'm sure you're right. given right. And so we let her pick out the nail polish. Well, of course, she she gives Uncle Trey the uh, the sparkly nail polish. And you sure were excited. Enough. You were excited. Well, absolutely. <laughs> and so you know, we started. Me and my brother started class soon after that. And, of course, I've got the sparkly nail polish <laughs> on in class. And as you know, I was very uncomfortable. So Were you? I joked around. Well, I'm sorry. It was a new experience. So Taekwondo was a new experience to me. So, of course, I joked around oh, This was people. towards the beginning. Yeah. Oh. So at one point, my instructor, young 19-year-old kid, you know, puts me in a... To, to demonstrate. Yeah, don't say chokehold because we've already he, been there. Well, he grabs my neck okay. to show right. the other people in class how to get out of this hole. Right. Well, I proceeded to take my finger and put his hair behind his ear. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought it was funny, but he looked at me crazy. And um, But yeah, I guess <laughs> I... I don't help myself in that yeah. uh, argument. Um, we we like to laugh, and I think there's there's some some comedy in the idea that a straight man could have tendencies that might make him other than straight, right? And that's not an insult. That's I'm very just, comfortable in my yeah, manhood, yeah, you know, and it's, and it's not an so. insult to to uh, to people who are gay, and that, right? You know, maybe there is a gay man who likes to paint his toenails. That's not like we're you're not making fun of that person. No. You're just it's a tendency, yeah. but more on that side in, in all seriousness. I mean, if if you took a poll of straight men, not many paint their toenails. They just don't. I mean, you know, I say that, but but I've known more and more men that have gotten uh, pedicures these days. In fact, I've had a few. They're wonderful. But they're wonderful. And that, you know, they look at you, you want to paint your toenails. They're like, all right, cool. Like, why yeah. not? And I tell you what, every time they've asked me and I say, yes, I want a, a specific color. They would always Pink look sparkles. at whoever I'm with, whether it's my mom, whether it was my ex-wife. They to would, get the okay. To get the okay. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm a yeah. grown-ass man. Yeah. I yeah. can choose to paint Don't, my toenails, yeah. toenails if I want to. Yeah. Just because I said I want rainbow sprinkles doesn't mean uh, sparkles doesn't yeah. mean. Uh, so, so I'm well, still a man. So people have taken notice <laughs> of your tendencies. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. And I and I and I started thinking about just the topic of, like I said before I started into that, I was thinking about, you know, the topic of being gay in this country and how it's gone, in my opinion, from when I was a kid. And, and obviously before that, you know, I, I don't know much about it because I wasn't alive. But from what I've read, and obviously it was taboo for the longest time. Like, don't, I, I said, I've said taboo on like three different shows, haven't I? But it goes, you know, in the 80s and then when I was a really, really wee lad. Uh, into the 90s, and it was very uncomfortable. You know, you had the AIDS issues, right? Which was which was penned on on uh, on gay people, mostly, and drug use, but but gay people. And you had all that, and it was very uncomfortable for for anybody to be gay. So what happens? People don't come out. People stay. You know, it's a secret. People, you know, would get married to a woman. Do you mean or, tell you how how naive I was to it? Go ahead. Yeah, I'd love to hear this. So 
I didn't, I thought being gay was actually something that only white men did. What? I, I'm, I'm serious. How old were you when you thought this? Uh, I don't want to tell you. Yeah, I don't but, want you to tell anybody because um, we'll lose everybody. Like this when guy. I started working with the company that I am now. How many months ago? <laughs> Sorry, it was like But it was, it was very strange to me when I started seeing black men that were gay. I don't know why that, that was weird to me. You never, you never seen it before. I've never seen it before. Right. Uh, I've seen white men being gay on television, and that, that was the thing that I saw, whether it was through advertisements or whatever the case may be mm. at the time or stories. But anyway, it was very strange to me, and I always thought it was a white thing. I don't know whether that's interesting or sad. But, is it? But, well, said, no. I mean, naive, I get it because you know? if, if I'm sitting here thinking of the stereotypical uh, gay man with the, with the, the you know, uh, body language and behaviors, uh, effeminine, and, and there are a lot of gay men that aren't those things. Yeah, but if you think about that, then you're right. I mean, there and, and a lot of gay people will tell you this because they they wouldn't put gay people in, in anything. Yeah, they wouldn't put them in commercials, TV shows. It was very, I, I think I forget the the first TV show that allowed somebody that, to come out and like be gay. And there, and it started right there in the '90s. It was like Will and Grace, and all those kind of came out at the same time. Where it was just this this you know big kind of swooping. It's okay to, to have a gay character on there. Didn't Ellen and, and come out on the show? Ellen came out, uh, and, and it just became this whole. It's okay. Here we go. Let's let's move. Which is great. Right. Then it you know they forced it maybe a little bit into to where it was just like everywhere you looked it was like look this show now is about uh, a bunch of men running around but oh here's we got to put a gay guy in there now you know yeah. it's kind of a I don't know a good example there but um, so it it's it's uh. So in the 90s, and so what my point is, is it got me thinking on a, on a topic like this, which, by the way, as of now, in 2023, I can't even believe that anybody would talk about uh, uh, gay being gay as anything other than normal. Yes, it's still a minority. I mean, there was still a report of only 7.6, I think 7.6% LGB, I can't get all the letters, I'm sorry, LGBQT. And that includes transgender. And I know that's a very, transgender are very low. So that, I don't think that, that spikes or, or depletes it much. So that community is only 7% of... 7% of, of whatever are, are they're claiming are gay. Some have claimed that it's 10. That's been debunked, apparently. I was doing my research before the show, Trey. <laughs> so in, in 7%, which, you know, that has doubled in the last 20 years. At the time, it was only like a little over 3% that people were claiming. And so what, what that's showing me is that people are more comfortable kind of admitting and coming out. I'm sure there's still plenty that, are, that don't want to do it. I was about to say, I wonder how many, how many, what percentage is still in the they closet. They don't want to do it. Let me, let me ask you something real, real quick, this, because this has come up kind of curious. If a man who enjoys sleeping with women also sleeps with other men, are they considered gay or is that bisexual? I think it's bisexual. Okay. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're both. I mean, I think that that's why they include that in the, the letters. LGB, B is bisexual. Gotcha. <laughs> LG. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, and then queer and transgender. I think that's LBGQT. Uh, I think that's it. Forgive me, people. Like, if you're one of the letters I left out, like, don't yell at me. Just in, just educate me. Please. What you're try- already saying is that this is what you're going to be apologizing for. <laughs> might be my next apology. Show. I think I got it right, though. I think I, I, think I got it right. Uh, unless there's a, a pansexual. I'm not sure. Just... Again, educate me, help me out. I'd like to learn. But 
So, all, I mean, all that being said, it, it led me to a question. I was going to ask that question first, but we, we went off. And I think it's because this topic, believe it or not, is still so, it's just out there. It can be discussed. I mean, we haven't even hit the, the meat of it yet. Right. And, and here we are. Real quick, the question, simply put, is somebody born gay? And that wow. is listed as one of the top 10 questions for debate in this country, which kind of baffled me at this point that, that a gay, a topic about being gay would be top 10 yeah. because to me, it's a no brainer at this point. There, there should be absolutely no, no discrimination against gay people. And, and it, and the Supreme court actually said, yeah, you're right, Ryan <laughs> saying the great podcast gets it. And guess what? Uh, gay marriage is legal around the whole country. Uh, it, it's, it just seems like that's in the past. Like that shouldn't even be talked about anymore. But this question is still remains, and people are still doing studies. That is, that would be curious to learn. Is it learned, or is it born? is it a learned behavior, or is it are, are you, you born, born that way? So, what do you think? So my initial thought was it learned behavior. That's that was my initial thought. Hmm. So as you grow up, you kind of are attracted to what you're attracted to, whether it's an, um, someone of the same sex or someone of different sex. I, you know, based on experiences as you grow up. And I even wanted to try to do a little bit of research. And Nice. <laughs> something that's different. Good. That's good to have Some, research little, when we talk, we spout off. Yeah. Go ahead. So, you know, I just looked it up and said, is, is this a learned behavior? Is being gay a learned behavior? And right the bat, it just says no. Being gay is not a learned behavior. Yet, as it goes on, it, it talks about how sexual orientation, including homosexuality, is a complex complex aspect of human identity uh, that's influenced by whether it's a combination of genetic, hormonal, environmental, <laughs> and social factors. Seriously? So, unless I'm an idiot, is it, no. does that not mean it's a learned behavior? If it's- I mean, that's what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like they added that in there. That, that I mean, I don't know if that was a mistake or what. So that's then, what it sounds like. You know, the same paragraph that just said no. Right. It, it, then it says, while the causes are not fully understood, research is showing that sexual orientation is not a choice or a learned, or a right. learned behavior. It, you know, to me, so, when anybody says research shows, usually I'm all about it. Okay, research, great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all about it. But in this case, man, it's got to be hard to research this topic. I mean, how do you research it? Yeah. How do you know? I mean, I mean, I guess you could take, uh, you know, people to, that that claim to be gay, and and just question when they found out, when they or when they found out, when they knew, when they came out, when they, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, their first encounter with the person. Same. I don't. I don't know how you research it. So it's interesting to me when people say, "Well, according to research," and so really, it, to me, I don't know if it matters. And I know that I just threw a twist at you right now. That, that did throw me off there. Are you born gay, yes or no? Maybe there's not a yes or no. Maybe, Trey, there's a gay, a, a gray. See how that happened? That could happen to anybody. Yeah. A gray area of the gay area. There's a gray area in this because I feel like... Uh, so what you're saying is there's a gray area of, of the, the gay, gay area. area. That's right. That's, we need that's to hashtag another, that. That's another hashtag. But I feel like somebody could be born gay and, and know it very, very early and assume that they were born gay. You know, or parents that assume, okay, my six-year-old is, uh, 
you know, literally wants to be in makeup and, you know, he always wants to watch the guys. I don't know. I'm just throwing something out. Right. It's a sign, some signs. You know, my three-year-old enjoys dancing on the, on the coffee table, but I don't yet. We'll see. But what if you're yet. a five-year-old growing up with sisters? That's true. I mean, maybe there's you know? some, some sort of influence there. But he could have been born that way still. We don't yeah. know. And that's why I, I'm just so baffled by the research. And I might have to go and dig a little deeper. So that's the question. But but for me, then it gets into the, the, the aspect of coming out. When do you come out? Do you come out as a teenager? I mean, my God, how hard is that? Yeah, I can't even imagine that. I mean, it's it's, it's insane. And then and there are parents that I'm I'm assuming from from everything that I hear of people that have come out, their parents have been supportive. Well, it used to be a people that were going to come out were just in fear. I mean, it was just this. I don't know when to do it. I don't know how to tell them. I don't know whatever they're going to yeah. disown. I mean, you've seen it in movies, '90s movies, and all this, where the parents, you know, f- cry and scream. And and the only reason I would say I wouldn't want, you know, maybe my children to be gay is because of this, because of what they would have to deal with. That's the only reason. That's and exactly so, the, the what I've been hearing uh, from from parents, parents that I know yeah. that with young ones that that are questioning. Yeah, why deal with it? It's like they're scared of the backlash for their child sure. more than anything else. So, well, the other issue is is uh, parents that are really religious, and we talked about that a bit with a with the abortion topic with Jess. And the religious aspect is there. Now, a lot of people who are Christians these days are coming out and saying, you know what? No, no, that that is not true about uh, uh, Christianity, the Bible, all these things. Oh, really? Absolutely. Interesting. They're saying that that. You know, they argue the people that are Christians that are against being gay are pointing out verses that say that, and the people that are saying that are Christians that are, you know, okay with it are pointing out other verses. And so it's this whole, yeah, that's why I have that's one of the reasons I do have an issue with taking, um, you know, script. I appreciate scripture, but taking it so seriously is, is tough because it's 2,000 years ago. And translations and all these kinds of things, and you've got people on an issue like this it can be interpreted who, who are pointing different. out different Bible verses, right? The same book here, everybody, and and you're pointing out, you know, contradicting, um, and so people, and I can't the Bible stuff to, to understand. I think you have to like really interpret it, even in English. Uh, but but I think that there's some truth to both sides in that. So that becomes an issue, the Christian part of it. So you have Christian parents who. If their son or daughter comes out and, and says, you know, say they're 15 and they say, you know what, I, I'm gay. Yeah. It, it, it's all about the religion. It's all about God's judgment. It's about all of a sudden you're, you're the, the devil has you or you're going to go to hell. And how's a 15-year-old who's grown up in a religious environment supposed to take that? Right. Uh, and then on the other side, there are, of course, parents who are, are Christians that believe that being gay is okay, but it's still difficult. And, and I can't... So I know... I was talking actually to a parent uh, recently about her son being being gay, and and she thought at the, right when he came out how difficult she she admitted it was very difficult. I'm I'm religious. I thought you know I had my friends telling me that he was going to hell. Really, I had wow. you know and all these things, and you get into these groups, and and that that's being told, and and that was really hard to hear. And so I wonder about the parent aspect of it, but I also wonder about. The parents who are who are gay, that are so afraid that were excuse me were so afraid to come out right back in the day maybe, 
uh, maybe they didn't know fully or they, they denied it or something, got married to, a, to a, 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 somebody of the opposite sex, had kids, did the whole thing, and then finally said, you know what? No, I'm, I'm gay. And, and then, of course, then the children have a hard time. They don't understand fully. And, the, and of course, the, the ex-spouse, and, and it just becomes a big deal. Right. And was that because of society? Or was that because of this discussion, which is, did they know about being gay until, until their 20s or 30s or beyond? Or were they scared to were they come scared? out and they wanted to leave, yeah. live the quote-unquote yeah. right lifestyle? Uh, I, I mean, I, I've been babbling and babbling, but I'll tell you a story um, to that point. Uh, are they, or do you have anything to add at all? No, that is interesting. You know, if you... Why wouldn't you come out as far as as, as that concerned? Were you scared? Were you? Did you feel like you had you mean to the, live par- it? the parent that right that 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 goes so far? You know, getting married, having children, and then how about status? How about uh, uh, communities? How about areas that that aren't? I mean, we we live in Texas. It's it's kind of the South. It's not it's not the Bible Belt South, but it's the South. And you got a lot of people that might you know back in the day have been against it. And I say back in the day, twenty thirty years ago, right. And, and still today, don't get me wrong, I think it's becoming less and less as the generations move on. Yeah. And w- which it should be. And, uh, but, but I think that's, maybe there, there was just this fear of backlash for the entire family and, you, and, and somebody didn't want to... Go know, through Doesn't want to come out and say, you know, here, my whole family has to deal with this. Yeah. So the story I have is, 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 about, what, is about that, which is, is this this notion of coming out and, and, uh, dealing with, with what's out there. So I'll try and make it quick. There is a, uh, a gentleman that I know when I lived up in, uh, Chicago, Illinois. And this gentleman is one of the greatest people I've ever met. And, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, he literally is the most genuine guy. We could talk just on and on and on and on and just, it, it just never end. I mean, we, we would literally have to look at each other and go, you know what? I have another appointment. Let's roll. And then we still talk for like five more minutes. And, and, uh, my wife and I would go to have drinks with him every once in a while. And he lived in our building and he just was just w- fantastic. And the day before we moved back to Dallas from Chicago, we were in a hotel in a, in a, a lot like the bar, the lobby bar. And he came to say goodbye. And uh, my wife, of course, who goes to bed early, was like, oh, I'm going to leave. And so we, I was sitting there talking to this, this, this man. And uh, we started talking. I mean, obviously, a couple drinks. And we, we talk about serious stuff. So we started talking about him being gay. And he, he looked at me and, and I, said, I said, hey, man, what do you think? Like, is it something that you, you appreciate? Do you enjoy it? Is it... And he looked at me in the, with the most serious eyes that he's ever that I've ever seen from him, or the most serious look I've ever seen in his eyes. And he said, "I wouldn't wish this on anyone, Ryan." Yeah. And I was just like, "Whoa!" And at that moment, any any doubt of that I had of all right, you know, maybe maybe they're they're being a little dramatic about about how hard it is or whatever was just out the window. I mean, it became a this is this cannot still be in this day and age that somebody would sit there and 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 just just not not like what they are. Right. Especially this man. 
this guy is like, I wish I could have his energy and his, his, his character and just who he is. And I, I've lost touch with him a little bit, but at the same time, he's, he's somebody I'm, I refuse to lose touch with. And so it, 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 you know, it's sad that it takes an experience like that. And I'm, I'm sure the other people have had the same thing where, you know, they don't realize it until something like this. Right. And so that's why I'm, I'm telling this story is because I hopefully anybody of our four listeners, maybe one of them <laughs> will, will, uh, uh, take it away and, and, use that going forward but but that's why i tell you when i'm did did this person tell you when he came out how old he was do you remember oh man i hate i don't want to get this wrong from my understanding it was like a high school uh maybe a little later like a 19 or 20 gotcha Uh, because you have to think about this as far as as you're growing up you're you're told okay as a as a boy you like a girl a girl you like a boy blah 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 but if you're constantly having these thoughts, you know, and am I in the wrong? Right. You know, for thinking this is, mm. am I wrong? Is something wrong with mm. me? Sure. You know, so I can't even imagine somebody having to go through that, and then ultimately decide, you know what, this is what I like, and then, then come out and tell people. You know, um, how old is this person now? Uh, well, you don't have to say exactly. No, are they I, around I think our he's age? around our age. Okay, so yeah. even around our age, back then, I can't even imagine coming out in high school uh, to anybody, or even around that right. time frame. Um, right. You know, because you had to be the the macho. Sure. Well, you sure. know, you can't. So. Well, especially we were, you know, high school and college in the in the uh, high school in the late late nineties, mid nineties, and and uh, you know, at that point. It was. Uh, I'll tell you right now. I won't. I won't say the name of it. Although people that know us will will know. They know me. Uh, I went to a, an all guy school, right, for high school, Catholic school, and nobody. I don't think. I think maybe one person out of a, a eight hundred at the time. You know, it's way more. Was like eight hundred people total, freshman through senior year or, or class, and like I don't remember anybody coming out saying anything about it and of course obviously you're with a, a school of guys you'd think that you'd want to come out maybe some other people would and like right. I, you know that's me being kind of halfway joking but at the same time you're going oh my gosh I'm going to be under the microscope I'm in, refusing to come out and sure enough now social media is involved I'm finding you know multiple people in my class in high school that I had no idea and they've, they've come out and said, hey, this is me. And, I, and some of that is the times have changed. I wonder what the statistics start with that as far as like one in 10. In, 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 one in, in school? 20, yeah, uh, guys. You know? I, I would imagine that it would align with what the country's statistics are, which is you know 7%, I would think. Oh, that's right. You did mention the 7%. I mean, I mean so, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the country. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it could have been more or less when I was in high school. But, yeah. but the point is, is that no one thought about it. It wasn't something that, you know, so chances are if somebody had come out and said, hey, you know what, guys, I'm gay, that everybody would go, oh, my God. And then they'd walk on eggshells and they would try and maybe treat the person. Even if it was in a nice way, it's still it's still awkward yeah. for that person. And so I think that's why so many people for so long have just kind of like kept it under under wraps. And so but, but when my when my friend, when my closest, you know, one of my closest friends in Chicago and just just a. A guy that I don't want to—he's made, he made an impact. Let's just say that. And it, you know, 
I've lived in a lot of places and you know, each place you kind of say, oh, I hate to lose touch with these people. He's one of those. Yeah. And so that, that got me. And so that's why when I talked to, I wanted to talk about this tonight on, on the, on the show, uh, I, I'm doing that with him heavy in heart, uh, about these topics. So I don't know. Do you have anything you want to tell our audience after talking about that? <laughs> Would you like to come out on the, air, on the show? Wouldn't that be a... Oh, man. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. We'll wait. We'll wait till we get a little bit larger of an audience before you come out. No. No. Trey's not gay. No. I I can't even... You know, obviously, you're you're attracted to what you're attracted to. (laughs) Right. And so... Like, you're not attracted to the big girls. We've talked about that. No offense, Ryan, but, you know, it's just... There's no... Or to any man out there that's listening... I just there's no attraction. You shifted. You 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 didn't want to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I didn't want right. to hurt your feelings. That's so, all right. so, so any man out there, I not, nothing against you, but there's no attraction to men. I I like the the women. You know, men are pigs, and that's, that's why true. I stay. That's true. That's why I stay with the women. So it, it is interesting. I mean, I I used to kind of joke around about it, but is there any truth to the fact that like I understand lesbians more than I understand gay men? And why don't gay men have their own name? Like lesbians have their own name for being a gay woman. Lesbian. Yeah. Why don't men have, unless it's like the slang and the derogatory, but that's not good. Anyway, so the gay men, I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, I guess, I guess there are a lot of gay men that take care of their bodies and like, yeah, you know, make it look almost like a statue, you know? Right. And, but I always thought it would be easy to be a lesbian because you're looking at, uh, oh, I think women are, are just more... Uh, attractive as a whole they're curvy they've got smooth skin versus well, some of them <laughs> versus you know us hairy and we got to shave you know, our chest can get out of hand when right. it comes to the to the cabbage that comes out of your shirt cabbage well, no uh lettuce what do you call it oh uh taco meat get out of hand with the taco meat that comes out of your shirt <laughs> and uh lettuce <laughs> and um and there's just not a lot that's appealing about a guy, in, right. my, in my opinion, overall. I mean, for like toughness, maybe, but that doesn't, that's not. So for women, I can understand another woman going, wow, she's curvy, yes. smooth, she's yeah. got beautiful lips, she's their eyes. I mean, I can understand. It makes more sense. Yeah, because when I walk across, a, you know, in front of a mirror, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> What does she see in this? Well, I'm not quite there yet, but no, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, I get it. I'm just sitting here like, I don't know. I just, there's nothing, to me, it doesn't make any sense. But uh, but like I said, the, the, who am I? Yeah. Who are we? Uh, you like what you like, and I appreciate what you like. Right. So, whew. I do that after every series topic. Uh, I've listened back. Whew. I do that. Whew. I hope that I don't know what the purpose of that conversation was, except to say that I can't believe we're, this is still anybody's really talking about this in a serious, in a way, in a derogatory way. Yeah, um, I, it is interesting to me whether it's uh, something that's a learned behavior or or you're born with it. But I don't know how. Please, anybody that has the science or has the the the, the, the research or the the knowledge. Yeah. Let, let us know because I just can't imagine. I don't know how you would research that. How do you know that somebody in the womb, you know, I know there have been studies, you know, that show certain, you know, while you're in the womb, but that's with so many things. That's with different, 
diseases and different this and conditions. And, and I mean, I guess that could be, but really uh, an attraction to something based on, you know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll readdress this at some point. Yeah. So, all right. Poof. 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 Um, let's, let's move on. What do you, else do you want to talk about? Do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight? I was thinking about something the other day, and I don't know if we should save this for when we have our our gun person on. And we are going to have a, a, somebody on that's very adamant about talking about guns. But I was thinking about this: if if we were to get the, we'll, we'll say the NRA. So we'll get the NRA and whatever political party that is that the NRA associates with. Well, that's the right. That's the big, uh, Republican Party. Okay, so I believe you have to. Do you have to pay membership? I'm not sure. Maybe that's something I need to look into. I but think there are dues. I think so. I don't know for sure. So, what if the NRA and the Republican side, for a percentage of money earned, all that money goes into some type of mental health solution? That's for one side. What do you mean all the money earned? So, I'm sorry, a portion of... A port, like a, a small... From percentage. the NRA okay. that, that they earn. So, they, they get dues, right? You pay dues to be part of the NRA, right? So, let's take 10% of that money. And it that 10% all goes into a some type of um, mental health. Sure, like a... Like a, a- some sort of foundation. Some kind of fund foundation yeah. to help people that need that. You fired this topic at me like randomly, by the way. Right. Okay. I was thinking I like about it. this. So that's on one side, right? Okay. So we got one side jumping into the middle to help out on the mental aspect of it. And okay. it's the, the, the gun hold that once they're guns. You pointed out that it was one side. That's one side. That's going to be the issue. Right. Go ahead. So this the other side. Okay. Okay. And the anti-gun. The anti-gun. Screw guns, get rid of them, collect them. Right. Yeah. So that that group will take a portion of their proceeds. What proceeds? What whatever money they're earning. So oh, and just like their paychecks. Political proceeds. You have to kind of um, help me out as far as what kind of whatever money they're earning. Um, whether it's through donations, whether it's through. You mean the the party itself? There you go. Oh. Or maybe if, if there's another group opposite of the NRA. Whew, that see that gets tricky. I mean, hmm. I see what you're saying. Okay, let's let's not. We don't have to name the group, but you're just saying let's. Once we find that, once we find that other side, right? They take a percentage of their proceeds. Okay, and they use that strictly for security for schools, mm-hmm. security for malls, gun uh, safety, gun. Something to, I guess, teach people about the safety. Yeah, of guns you're just substance. saying that each side will kind of help yeah. out the the opposition, right? Because uh, I think side of things. I think it would help if there was more security. Well, mm. is there enough money to pay for that security? Do schools have enough money to provide security for the schools? Maybe that's a reason why they don't have security because they just don't have the money for it. So we bring one side in to help out with that right. aspect of it, while we bring the other side in to help out with the mental aspect sure. of it for people that need that mental help, but maybe they can't afford it. Yeah. I'm interested in this, this idea. I mean, I think, you know, right up, right on the forefront, I think that the, the federal government should be handling uh, secure, uh, you know, 
we sit here and talk about how you know it costs money to secure our schools and have security right. and police and this and that. Well, that's what our tax money should be going for, right. in my opinion, regardless of you know proceeds from the NRA and proceeds from the other side, which I'm not opposed to if if you know they agree. But the problem is I don't know if they're going to agree because everybody that I've talked to and I can't wait to get some more um, guests on and talk about the gun issue. Yeah, everybody on the anti-gun side is like, we don't need is that's not the solution. Security and our teachers shouldn't have to carry. Then security guards, that's not gonna that's not gonna do anything. Well, I don't agree with that. I think it'll discourage it. It'll Absolutely. discourage it at yeah. least a little bit. I mean, and and you're talking about money. Like, what's a better place to put money? Tax dollars, federal federal spending, especially some of the bullshit, you know, uh, special interest <laughs> spending that's happening in this right. government. And so the other side of it is the NRA. Well, is the NRA willing to, to give proceeds? Uh, I think if it's low enough, they might. But I think they're going to want to give. They, they might be saying, okay, we'll give a little bit to the mental health research or to the, the process or, or whatever. But they're also maybe entice them with something else too. I, I, I think that they'd be willing to, you know, all right, yeah, we'll give here, but we also want to give here. We also want to give to security. You know, so the idea that you had, which is let's do the opposite kind of thing, is right. great. But why not have everybody just do everything? Because they won't do everything. They want to scream about their side. So the NRA is like, well, the guns don't kill people. People to kill people. Oh, you're saying the mental health is more attached to the NRA right. side. That's what I'm saying because they're saying, you know, they're they're fighting to keep their guns because the guns is not killing people. It's the people behind the guns. Okay, if that's your argument, perfect. Let's fix those people. Right. Well, then they would, I think that. they would be uh, funding the security and extra security and whatever because they believe that guns in the right hands prevent guns in the wrong hands right. from, but from doing But, again, anything. you have to have the other side to jump in. To well, the other side, that's what I'm saying. The other side, to me, I, I, I'm trying to, the anti-gun side, I'm trying to put myself there. I'm not, I'm really not pro-gun either. I'm just kind of, I'm kind of here just watching it happen. And uh, I can't, I can't figure out what they would do exactly with their, you know, but maybe both, maybe maybe, but maybe both. Maybe they need to do that too and just say, you know what, let's, let's, let's do whatever we can what what bothers me is that that's the anti-gun side just can't seem to grasp the idea that you're just not going to collect 400 million guns. Right. You can't do it. And and that's that's the I keep going back to that. And so I'll sit here and say I'm in the middle on this area on this one this is one of the topics I'm super gray on. But this is one of the areas that they they come out for. They they their back is sure. is whenever kids are killed. So okay, I get that. It's horrible. Let's do something about it. Let's let's throw money at more security, more protection around the schools, more protection maybe at malls now. Uh, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be an, uh, the next area, you know, that's going to have yeah. something unfortunate happen. But and it's not just security. It's like you said, it's the mental state, the mindset, and it's not even just mental illness. It's it's a mindset that you have growing up in certain uh, in certain areas with certain lack of motivation you, you this is what you see from day one you see poverty you see your relatives and cousins and friends out in it with with whether it's gangs or whether it's this is how to solve things you have a gun or you know and obviously you go to movies and you go to tv shows and it may may not be the reality of it but you see where you have to join 
certain groups just to survive if you're living in certain sure. areas. So uh, maybe that's yeah. that's what you're brought up to just yeah. to survive. So I would say that some money needs to definitely go into um, programs and uh, some way to dig into the to the youth, to the youth all over the country that's in these situations where that's all they see because that's that's what's happening is it's the cycle. Kids are born, they grow up. This is what they see, and they they fall into it whether they want to or not. And uh, and I think that's where we need to focus on as well. But that's again, like you've brought up, it's not it's not a focal point. It's it nothing gets talked about until the mass shootings. Well, the mass shootings aren't the only gun issues in this country. In fact, they're honestly, if you want to if you want to really talk numbers, that's the the very very low amount of gun issues in this country. Yeah. But so that was, they talk about the mass shooting because of the type of weapon. Or the, right. you know, come on. And that's where I get frustrated with the anti-gun people is, hey, come on. You're talking about the type of weapon versus daily shootings in this country yeah. in areas that you're afraid to talk about. So that's my thought. And that was my little we're thought. Gonna, yeah, and I like that because we're going we're gonna to hit that gun topic again. And I want to have more perspective than just <laughs> you and me. <laughs> I want to have people that you know can think beyond our our brain capacity and i want to talk to him about you know the need for an ar you know so just curious you're pretty set on that yeah you've you've mentioned that a couple times but i don't again i don't think that's gonna i mean look i'll use that i said it before i said it when we talked about the allen shooting right in the last episode i said hey he killed nine people eight people nine was him eight people so if he if he has two, you know, automatic pistols versus one assault rifle, he's still going to get what? Like I said, five or six versus the eight. Yeah, sure, you're saving you're saving one or two people, and that's great. But the, that's not the the main issue. Right. Right. I mean, you could sit there and bitch about assault rifles all you want, but is that the issue? Is somebody that went and and I'm thinking of things like the Vegas mass shooting which was probably one of the biggest ones atop of that building if if he doesn't have, first off just because you ban assault rifles doesn't mean that he can't get somebody can't get a hold of one and that's right, right, right. that's my other issue with the anti-gun is look what do you i mean they're still here just because you take some of them and 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 make them illegal doesn't mean that people aren't going to get them they're criminals <laughs> they're, when i guess there's also a way a to modify weapons to make them automatic weapons too so true there's all kinds of you can't stop people from doing that either and how about we secure our borders and and this is one issue that obviously i just admitted which side i'm on on that issue we'll talk about that sometime but i mean look if you get if you ban them and you get rid of them and you pull some of them away you don't think that if our loose borders are going to bring some some more over so but but my point being was that these huge mass shootings like the vegas one where you're talking like a lot of people yeah if he doesn't have access to some sort of assault rifle or assault or some sort of automatic weapon, you don't think he's going to come up with something else? I mean, that's yes. I, I he was agree. sitting a, 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 what above this this uh, concert, at way high up. I mean, he could do anything. He'd throw fucking grenades for all we know. He could do. I mean, I'm am telling you, if he's sitting up there and he's even with a pump shotgun, he could still do some damage and just fire those those rounds into the crowd would the numbers be a little different maybe but it's still it's not it's not enough it's not like he's going to kill 65 or one to to make again to make the automatic weapon debate 
the priority here. Right, right. The, I, I absolutely am yeah. behind the mental state of these people. As mental far as- state, whatever. I mean, if there's a way, and bless you if you can figure it out, but let's come together and talk about it. If there's a way to go ahead and, and, and lower the number of, of assault rifles, I'm not opposed to that. I don't... I don't need it. I mean, there are people I know that have them as, you know, part of a collection that will be upset, but I don't care. But you, but it needs to be done in a way that's legit. And, and, and that's not the area of focus. Other things need to be the focus in this topic, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, that's what everybody says. Why do we need assault rifles? But that's not the, that's not the issue. Come yeah. on. So that's my thought there. And I like that you brought that up. It's just kind of kind of getting the the fire going here for uh, another episode. Yeah, we'll wait for our gun guy to come on. Yeah, I think we'll probably do that in the next month or so. We'll 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 readdress the gun topic. It keeps honestly the storylines keep keep happening. Yeah, I mean we keep we keep having issues where we talk about the guns, and so we'll keep doing it as long as it's uh, something that uh, seems relevant. So I think that's it. Whew, man. I feel like I'm worn out from that show. Yeah. I like it. Lots of good knowledge we've uh, bestowed on our listeners tonight. I need a more comfortable chair. My butt is always Your butt's killing hurting? me. Okay. Well, I need something like a little massage you know, that in my chair butt looks, the whole time. Those chairs are nice, dude. No, they're nice, but I guess sitting in it for two hours just really doesn't <sighs> Maybe a little well. You want a little pillow there? Like a little donut? One just, of those yeah, little donut. hemorrhoid pillows, maybe? <laughs> or just, I don't know, just... A little blanket that you could fold up. Does one of your kids have one of those little round floaties I can just put underneath there? Um, I don't know, but you know what? I'll, I'll brainstorm we'll here find because that. we can't possibly have uh, my better half over here for the podcast uh, uncomfortable. Yes, it might it might stunt your uh, your wisdom. <laughs> and I don't have much. Well, so we want to we want to make sure that we keep. I don't want to lose flowing. any that, especially I have. tonight. I mean, you you came out tonight. Yeah. We'll see. Not that you did not any other of the 12 shows. You finally showed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you fired some off that, well, usually at least I can kind of say, all right, well, I can see where, he, where he, you know, I was expecting that to a point. But, man, I didn't expect some of those things you were firing at me tonight. Yeah. It was good. Good good talk. I hope everybody else enjoyed it. We'll see. you have anything else to add? I think I'm good. I'm out of wisdom for tonight. You're out of wisdom? I think I'm out of wisdom, too. It's a good show, brother. Yeah, good show, man. We'll see you guys. We love you. Later. Bye. Ryan, I found out recently... The Philippines is not a cold-weathered country. I could have told you that. Oh.